Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Social Skills Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Ament. This is episode number nine. Looking over at the uh, some of the podcast statistics. It's like we got uh, people tuning in from all over the world, which is very cool. So quick shout out to Brampton, Ontario, Langley, British Columbia, Goose Creek, South Carolina, Washington, Virginia, Auckland, Auckland. I'm not even sure where that is. Uh, Vienna, Vienna, Brisbane, Queensland, Blackheath, England. That sounds like a cool place. Blackheath, San Jose, California. I just uh, stayed a couple nights out there this week. And Minneapolis, Minnesota. Thank you guys for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Let's see here. Last week we talked a little bit about what is a friend and also the social circle. So quick note on what is a friend. Um, we basically just kind of defined it in its most simplest terms. It's someone with whom you share with whom some I keep having trouble saying this. It is someone with whom you regularly share positive emotions with. Um, I thought it was just a good idea to bring that up because I think with social media like Facebook and stuff like that, where you have like maybe 500 or a thousand friends or uh, on Facebook, I think that definition of friend kind of got watered down a little bit. So I kind of just wanted to do a quick definition of what a close friend was. That way, just uh, when you start talking to more people and then you start making more connections and uh, maybe start hanging out with them, then you actually know that uh, if you start hanging out with someone pretty regularly, you have a really good time with and uh, they actually might start actually, that's probably what a, a friend really is, just someone with whom you actually start hanging out with pretty regularly. Basically, someone who just you really click with. And um, you'll know if you'll know if you click with them, like you want to hang out with them, and they want to hang out with you. Like the dynamic of the relationship is um, pretty balanced. It's not like you putting in all the effort. If you're the one that's always calling them, they never call you ever. Um, it's kind of a bad dynamic, in my opinion. I usually just move on, um, meet some other people, and eventually meet uh, someone else that's pretty close. Just the people that your personality like really clicks with, it just takes a while. So, um, but you know, just talking to a bunch of people in itself to me was enjoyable. So it's not like it, at first it's kind of difficult, but after a while, it's not like it's work or anything. It's just actually, it's, it does end up being kind of fun, but you do have to, that's why I always say, just make sure you keep talking to people. Um, I've been putting, pushing conversations more and more, even when you have a mask on and stuff and you're just uh, talking to people at the store or out at work on the job sites or whatever. I always just start conversations with people and just, um, I don't know. I think life would be pretty boring if you didn't talk to anyone all day long, all week long. It's a, yeah. So just, uh, keep trying it out. Keep doing it. Keep, uh, practicing reading books on it and stuff like that. Watching videos. Uh, we're going to just keep tackling it at different angles. You'll get it. Eventually it'll start to click. Uh, we also talked about uh, a social circle. We talked about, um, I mean, we talked about like the myth of the social circle, like the group, the friend group. 
I'm thinking maybe in like it's probably maybe there was friend groups in like college in the dorms and stuff because you lived right next to them. But as you get older, you don't all live in the same place. Um, everyone's social circle is unique to them pretty much. Like everybody has a different group of friends that intertwine. Some people might have like a lot of friends in common, but there's no, I have never met anyone that has the exact same, uh, same friends as the next person. It's pretty uh, intertwined. So you could pretty much just meet people and uh, start to meet their friends and then their friends of friends and stuff like that. Uh, Just don't force it. If you meet some, if you're hanging out with a group of people, and uh, that's one thing I do is I try to talk to everyone in the group, make sure you get around to everyone, introduce yourself to everyone, uh, keep going back and talking to each person. But uh, sometimes you'll encounter a person that's like, I don't know, not just not too friendly or they might just be too shy or something like that. I'll give them a couple chances, but sometimes I just don't, I really don't push it. I don't, I don't try to force uh, a good conversation on anyone. If someone's just not interested in talking, I just don't talk to them. I'll just talk to the next person. Don't force it. Don't believe that there's a myth of a one group of people that is impenetrable. Like everybody has, everyone that I've met anyway, is always totally open to having more friends. Okay, so let's talk about the topic of this week, apologizing. I didn't realize when I first started trying to socialize more that um, well, one thing I was, you know, when you start to have con- more conversations with people, um, you'll pretty quickly get bored of some of the mundane topics that you might have started with. Like, I don't know, sometimes even today I'll, I'll occasionally start talking about the weather to someone, but I'll instantly realize I'm like, oh crap, I'm talking about the weather. I need to get off this as soon as possible. Um, but basically it'll start to push conversations more and more and more to the edge of, um, you know, what is so socially acceptable, basically. Like if you watch like some of the top comedians, you'll see that they're some of the funniest comedians are pushing the edge of, I don't know, just socially, just, I don't know. They're just basically pushing the topics to the very, very edge uh, to being extremely offensive. But that's kind of like how it is when you, when you're just having conversations with people. The more, the more you kind of push it, to the outer boundaries of what's normal, um, you can easily go a little too far or be rude or be like, I don't know. But eventually you you start having so many conversations, eventually eventually you're going to stumble, say something wrong or messed up, and you're going to be like, oh, crap, I shouldn't have said that. This is not to be confused with, with people who are constantly apologizing because there's definitely a there's definitely a lot of people out there that will apologize too much like they'll constantly apologizing about stuff that's either like very very minor or just like there's no reason to apologize at all like i kind of use the analogy of like let's say i ran over your dog okay that is definitely something that you want to apologize for that's a major thing but, you know, if it's like, it's just like, I don't know, some people just apologize over the, like, the stupidest minor thing. Not that it's stupid, but, you know, it's one thing, are you, just think, think to yourself, if you're apologizing multiple times a week, you're probably apologizing too much. Like, 
I mean, unless you're like a super asshole, <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. Just make sure you're not apologizing too much. I usually don't apologize unless it's something that's, uh, if it's something that's kind of minor, I'll just be like, Oh yeah, that's all oh, my bad. I didn't mean to do that short and sweet. But if it's something like, I don't know, you're offend, you said something offensive, then yeah, you should, you should be apologizing to it to someone. Cause I don't know, I think it's just better for you. It kind of gets that, uh, moment off your shoulders. You can move on, they can move on or whatever. One thing I noticed though, is like, if I say something, if I did something that was kind of messed up, and I recognize it right away, you could apologize for it right then. And maybe that's the best thing to do. But sometimes I'll be, I'll just be like, you know what? I could tell they're pretty pissed off. I'm going to actually wait one or two days before I bring it up again. And then I'll apologize for that. It seems to actually go over better. They're like more in a headspace to accept an apology as opposed to apologizing like five minutes after it happened. It's almost like you might have to even apologize for it again. So I'll just wait a couple of days. And this is just my opinion. I might be wrong about this. I might be wrong about a lot of the stuff I talk about, but this, in my experience, um, I'm just giving you the best perspective I have from my own personal experience. So just take it with a grain of salt. I mean, for something for one situation might be completely wrong for a different situation. Like there's different levels where these things happen at, and something might apply in one situation. And in a similar situation, you think it'd be the same thing, but you actually might need to tweak it a little bit. It's kind of confusing, but uh, I, ho- I hope you understand what I'm talking about. There's this uh, saying from the Tao Te Ching, when the wind blows, it blows. When it stops, it stops. And that's I apply that to like apologizing. I just keep it short and sweet. I apologize. Keep it at that. Don't make a lot of excuses. Uh, that can really water down your apology if you start making all these excuses of why you did it. So don't do that. Just keep it to the point. All right, let's talk about uh, vibe, having a positive vibe. Now, we've talked about this a couple times. I was thinking about it. It's just a real big topic to me because it seems to be where you can really make the most impact in your conversations is by bringing a positive vibe to the conversation. I remember one time I went to this club. It was uh, my friend, he was a a promoter, and he was doing like a Thursday night at this club downtown. And so I went there, and when I saw him, I was like, hey, what's up? What's up, Jeff? How you doing? And he's like, oh, thank God. I was like, what? He's like, the first person to come in actually smile tonight. He's like, I think everyone's in a bad mood or something. (laughs) I was like, oh, really? I was like, oh, man, that's cool. And I just remember thinking, I'm like, hmm, you know, smiling actually does go a long way sometimes um, having a good positive vibe when you just like start talking to someone, it makes people feel good. And uh, that's a real powerful thing. If you can make people feel good, think about like when you come home and your dog is like happy to see you or something like that. Like I, th- I think that's uh, some of my favorite people. The reason like why they're my favorite people is whenever I see them, they just have a big smile on their face and they're like really happy to see me. And they're like, uh, you know, it's just like, it feels good. So if you can if you can like become the person that actually does that to other people, it's uh it's a really good thing. I kind of just like I don't know when I was thinking about like what is a positive vibe, I kind of just picture you know you're just like in a good mood 
when you're talking to people, I always kind of have like this smirk on my face. Like if I'm having a real good time, I kind of just think everything's kind of funny. Like I remember uh, one time I was hanging out with my friend and I was talking, I was telling him, I was telling him that I had seen these guys at a bar and they had just randomly, I was watching them and they just randomly gave each other a high five. And it was like super funny to me. And I was telling them, I was like, I think high fives are like really, uh, have this weird impact on people because like, you know, when you're like a baby and you're like, like a new person comes up and is like talking to you and like, is like, Oh, what's your name? Blah, blah, blah. All right. High five. And you're like, you're like shy, but when they put up their hands, you just give them a high five. I think it's like subconsciously been ingrained into our, I don't know. It's been put into the back of our head that like when every, anybody puts up their hand and says high five, you're just automatically going to do it because I don't know. Something just tells you don't leave them hanging. So I was telling my friend, I'm like, I was telling my friend about this and he was cracking up. I'm like, look, I'm like, look, watch. I'm like, here, give me a high five. <laughs> like gives me a big high five. And then we both start laughing. And then we both just start laughing because we realized like, yeah, it's exactly what it is. It's like, it's just stupid and like childish, but that's almost why it's like funny and hilarious still. Um, so I remember, I don't know, I'd, <laughs> I would just be in a place and I'd just be like, tell someone to give me a high five and they would do it. And just, it's just always kind of funny. So that's just kind of like, it's hard to ex- describe what a, like a really good vibe is, but doing something like that puts off a little kind of like a good vibe. So just have that kind of mindset. Um, the other thing about having uh, a good vibe is like confidence. And I might want to talk about this more down the road, but let me, let me tell you something about confidence that I learned. This guy, Dr. Paul Dabransky, this is the guy I keep mentioning, um, he talked about you can get confidence by doing things that take courage. So picture something small, like I'm going to jump over this fence. Like you're like, I think I could do it. It's high enough or it's low enough. So you run and do it. I mean, you could totally wipe out and eat it, but uh, if you land it, or even if you, even if you don't land it, just the fact that you tried it, you let's just say you get like two points of courage. Now let's say um, you have to give a toast at a wedding. Now that's like you know you're going to be in front of a hundred people. It's going to be a little nerve wracking, maybe very very nerve wracking. So let's say you go up there and you give your speech. Uh, something like that might give you fifty points of of confidence. So you kind of look it in those terms, like you could almost like measure how much confidence you'll get after doing something that takes courage. And the, and the beautiful thing about this is even if you fail, you will still get the confidence. Like maybe it's a little bit less, but you still gain some confidence and it goes into like this confidence bank where you just keep accumulating and accumulating confidence. So anytime you do something that takes courage, you will get more confidence. And I think that's, uh, you know, I actually might have mentioned this on the podcast before. I don't remember. But so one of the, the coolest parts about this is when you're practicing your social skills, it takes a lot of confidence to do it. It takes a lot of courage to do that because you're always putting yourself out there. So every time you do it, you're getting a little bit more and more confidence, even, even when you mess up something, just the fact that you went for it you're going to get more confidence. So it's kind of, you'll get in this upward spiral of you'll, you'll get more confidence. You'll actually, you know, perform better. 
you'll do you'll get better responses and they'll give you even more courage to do more go out and talk to more people you'll get more confidence you'll get more courage and you'll get in this upward spiral it's a it's a pretty cool thing and um i remember after he mentioned it i cons- i would you know regularly push myself to do things that take courage any little thing that you can do to get more to that it will take courage will give you confidence and that will translate into having a really good vibe because having a good vibe it's just like it's a combination of positive emotion and confidence that's going to be it for this week next week or next week we'll be talking about bullying and uh, how to avoid it <laughs> and uh, also we'll talk about having fun and uh, staying positive so I hope you guys have uh, an awesome Sunday and I will talk to you guys next week. Take care.